0: customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet it can often be very hard to achieve. Tune in every other month as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm Sean Jackson, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Kubra, and I'll be your host for this episode. Being able to deliver a positive customer experience has a significant upside for businesses. It can result in increased customer loyalty, repeat business, positive word of mouth referrals, and even higher lifetime customer value. All of these have the potential to benefit a business's bottom line. In fact, according to a recent study by PwC, 73% of people cite customer experience as an important factor in their purchasing decisions. By prioritizing customer experience, businesses can differentiate themselves from their competitors, build stronger relationships with their customers, and ultimately achieve long-term success. In this episode, Arun Kanagazadapathi, Vice President of Central Services at Reliance Home Comfort, walks us through how his organization has achieved high customer satisfaction for over 60 years through its eight tenants of customer experience and a fun fact I happen to be a Reliance home comfort customer and just this morning I paid my latest monthly water heater rental bill so Arun and Reliance you are top of mind for me today great to have you on the show Arun welcome
1: Hello, Sean. Thank you for the gracious invitation. I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to be part of your podcast series. And and you know what, I think this is such a wonderful idea. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Let's kick things off by learning a little bit about you and your organization. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about Reliance Home Comfort and your specific role there, if you could?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Reliance Home Comfort has been in the businesses of the business of providing customers um, comfort in their home for over 60 years. Um, you know, we started off as a company that uh, rented water heaters uh, so that everyone could have hot water uh, whenever they liked. And uh, over the years, we've expanded into the, uh, a full suite of offering uh, regarding HVAC, smart home, um, and insurance products.
0: Well, that's quite uh, the impressive expansion uh, of your organization, and it sounds like you have something pretty unique, which you call the eight tenets of customer experience at Reliance. Could you tell me a little bit about um, how that came about and, and sort of walk me through those eight tenets, if you could?
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I do, I, I appreciate you saying the word unique, but I don't know that it's unique. I think if you take a look at any one of us, we're all customers, right? We've all been in that seat um, and we all have a certain expectation. So all we try to do is make sure that we are encapsulating everything we ourselves would want in an experience and, or we ourselves um are make sure that this is what our mother or our family member would get every single time so it starts off with having the best product it's number two is showing empathy number three is being friendly number four is providing value number five is never stop improving Um, Number six is something that's unique to us. It's called the right call. It's really encapsulates a lot of the other tenants, but it's put into uh, sort of a formalized mantra that every one of our touch points uh, with customers, either be at a call center agent or be at a tech, uh, or be it uh, the, the billing function, they make sure that they adhere to. But again, it encapsulates all of these other points. Uh, number seven is leveraging technology, and number eight is uh, you know having the right partners like Kubra.
0: Wow, uh, you know, again, thanks for the comment about uniqueness. You obviously come uh, approach us with a lot of humility, both individually and as an organization. Uh, it does sound like the right call is a bit of a, a, an interesting and unique approach in and in, 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 of itself. Now, Reliance has been in business for almost 60 years, which is incredibly impressive. And as you know, uh, at Kruger, we're, we're setting our sights uh, for 60, having just achieved uh, 30 last year. Now, have these tenets do you think changed over time during the course of those 60 years
1: so you know if you were to look at the top five that i talked about showing empathy friendly providing value you know none of those t- things change and i think almost every uh, company uh, on this planet uh tries to adhere to those things those are just human values of uh, us trying to make sure that uh, we're providing the best experience so i think those are um, almost uh, foundational um, the you know the right call that's something that is just a formalization of that as I mentioned. The last two that's changed right. Technology continues to constantly change, and what you want to do is integrate technology that um, allows you to deliver all of those other precepts that we talked about um, in the most efficient manner. Um, And then the right partners, uh, you know, those change. um, And just because of the changing, um, you know, the product suite you have, the different technologies you're introducing and so on. But what you expect from your partners never really change.
0: Makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like, and even going forward, you're going to be sort of maintaining at least the core of those tenants. And then as, of course, we evolve uh, as businesses and and, and as, uh, you know, and from an evolutionary perspective, um, you know, and business over time, that you know, there's always going to be room uh, and flexibility for those to sort of uh, be adjusted as we move forward. And, you know, would you also say that with respect to this list, are some tenets more important than others? Or would you say, you know, are they, are they all of equal importance? And, and by this, I mean, you know, if an organization only has the resources and time to focus on some of these What would your advice to be to them?
1: Well, you know, I I would say this, anything that requires human values, that means are you investing in your team members? Right. Are you bringing in the right people right, that uh, espouse the culture that you want? When we talk about empathy, friendly, providing value, never stop improving. That's that's about culture. And so that's why you want to make sure that you have the right culture. So I think that's very important because that permeates uh, to so many other success factors in an organization. Um, yeah, when you talk about the right partners, if you look at everything we do as a relay race, uh, without our partners, who uh, you know, then we're just one runner. So you have to have the right partners so that you can fulfill and succeed in the relay race, uh, the relay race of uh, providing great service to a customer. If we didn't have Kubra doing all the things we need and being the great partner they are we couldn't provide a a great experience to our customer. The one thing, you know, I talked about earlier was leveraging technology. Yeah, you want to leverage technology, but you don't need technology to be successful, right? Uh, There's this hot dog stand that I go to a day, like I go to almost every day in the summer, probably shouldn't, but I do. (laughs) And and look, they have a great, he has a great product, it's tasty um he's very friendly i've gotten to know him over the years um there's been times when i haven't had uh, cash and he's shown me empathy and just let me pay him back at another time um and it is as low tech as you can get but he provides as good customer experience as anyone i know
0: what what a great story. For some reason, all of a sudden, I feel like uh, I'm having a craving for a hot dog and <laughs> I also feel like maybe after that, I'm going to need to start to run a relay race to, uh, <laughs> to burn off, uh, but uh, excellent analogies. And, and yes, I, I would agree that, you know, partnerships in, in business are so critical uh, and so much more so than the actual tools uh, that we all use. And so can you also share some information about how... Uh, Reliance, with you know, well over three thousand team members, can ensure that everybody adheres to these tenets when you're working with uh, with your customers.
1: Yeah, and that's see, and that's the right call uh, because if, if, when I, we've what we have found is we wanted to make it a mantra. We wanted to make it something simple and ingrained in the culture um, uh, of Reliance. So we wanted to have. What we call the right call, which are really, as I said, the, those other precepts that I talked about, just put into we have them on little cards, we have them on um, you know uh, on a billboard right when you walk off the elevator onto our main floor. It's on every floor. It's projected onto um, laptops and uh, f- people's uh, computers uh, as their uh, wallpaper. Um, so it it was just a way of encapsulating those important. Facets, um, and uh, so that and then it was how do you get it to, to flow down to every uh, team member so we just wanted to make it simple you don't want to have uh, an overwhelming amount of items um, you just want to have a few concrete ones uh, that everyone gets is easy and everyone can get behind and that's really uh, what the right call is.
0: Thank you Arun and it sounds like you have done uh, a lot, and your organization and has done a lot to uh, ensure that this really is ingrained in your culture, and you're committed to it. And it sounds like uh, that's really a big part of your success. And so, when you think about, you talked about how you can ingrain it in your culture and how it just becomes part of what you do day to day. When you're looking to partner with other organizations. You know, is that something that you look at, uh, that you look for to partner uh, with other companies? Do, do you look for them to have a sort of similar values and tenets when you're when you're moving forward uh, on, on that front?
1: You know, it's similar to being neighbors, right? You um, you've got to live with that uh, neighbor for a long time if they don't have the similar values um and that they don't um you know want to um, share a drink with you on a friday night and be friendly and and then also be respectful of your yard be respectful of your um uh, way of living um then it's never going to work and that's why when it's so important that we have reliance we we really do uh, even if we were doing an rfp let's say we look at the culture of another organization Right, um, and I think this is why uh, the the re- relationship between Kubra and um, Reliance has been so strong um, for I think it's been close to two, uh, two decades now, right? And uh, it's because uh, I think our two organizations always want to do the right thing for the customer. I think you 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 view our customer as your customer, um, and so uh, to us, we can't ask for a better partner.
0: Wow, uh, I can't I can't thank you enough. And of course, we feel the same about Reliance. Um, we feel you know honored to continue to be able to serve you, uh, and and hope that we can continue to do so in the way that you need us to, and go above and beyond. You know, um, a lot a lot resonated with me uh, in your comments. And I think one of the things is that there are so few organizations out there um, that truly adhere to their culture and to their tenants. And I think you know in in what you've said, again, it's super clear to me that Reliance. Uh, really does does it that. You know, to many people, you know, um culture and values are just something that you put sort of on a billboard and you hope that a few people read it, but it's uh it's not really uh incorporated into uh the day-to-day. And so it's uh it's inspirational uh to to know and hear that you do that. Uh and you know we hope that we're doing somewhat of the same uh at Kubra and glad to hear that uh you know that, that that's what um you know you're receiving you know as a customer. Now As we move forward, you know, customer preferences are obviously constantly evolving. Do you think that there's a possibility that these tenants may evolve with customers changing needs? I mean, we sort of touched on it a bit in that there are sort of five or six core ones that we think will never change. What are your thoughts on what may evolve, say in the next three to five years?
1: you know and so that's why i think you know our number five fifth tenant is never stop improving it's um it's really about understanding what is happening um in, in the world when it comes to customer experience and what customers want what we've really noticed is one thing so some of the you know showing empathy being friendly all of those things they never change but we there are um you see speed to delivery uh, you see that we're in a world where everything is faster faster um and so there's so there's things uh, around that so that's why you have to enable technology and leverage technology to be able to keep up uh, with that speed of change uh, and the speed of delivery that customers expect um, and the uh, the other thing that we've really noticed is that people no longer judge you in your silo. Right. You're not judged on customer experience by being, oh, is Reliance the best home comfort or HVAC company? And let's compare them to their competitors. They're actually comparing us to Apple or Amazon. Right. Like they're comparing us to their last best customer experience. And if they had a great experience and it was a 10 out of 10 at Apple, guess what? They expect the same from us. So we are not uh, racing against uh, it, traditionally what people used to think when they were competing with your regular competitors. You're competing with every other business that's out there. And so that's a really high bar to uphold. But it's also um, it's also very, very motivating because it just keep, continues to push you forward.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, it, it's so true that… Um, we we are all compared and we do compare us as as consumers we don't we don't look at specific industries and and sort of stay in that mindset where we consider service as a whole and customer experience as a whole and when you were talking about the speed of change the first example uh, you know, and, and, and expediency, of course, the first example that came to mind was Amazon and, and you know, how my expectations now of, of 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 sort of fast delivery have just gone to the next level to the point where, you know, now we're getting next day delivery. But, you know, even that is not good enough. My son is yeah. asking, you know, to de- get something delivered the next day. I tell him, yeah, we can get next day delivery. You know, it's noon the next day and he's saying, where's my, deli- <laughs> where's my delivery
1: delivery? Well, and I don't know if you uh, heard about this, but in New York City their Amazon is uh, experimenting with one hour delivery within Manhattan.
0: It's not at all surprising, and I I fully uh, believe that it can be achievable, especially with their ability to navigate, you know, on on bicycles and other ways to sort of, you know, uh, circumvent the the traffic and whatnot. It makes uh, complete sense. And back to your point of the speed of change and always needing to raise the bar, uh, it's going to hold us all, you know, accountable going forward. And ultimately, I think we're all going to benefit as much as it's going to be difficult for us to uh, to achieve and meet some of those uh, standards. I think it's we're all going to be uh, we're all going to be better for it. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on this episode. Of it has been fantastic. But before I let you go, we asked this question to all of our guests. Can you tell us about a time when you personally had a very memorable good or bad customer experience
1: Ooh, okay this is a bit tough now so first off i think you know a bad experience i think this says a lot i can't remember but the bad experiences which means those companies that gave me that bad experience they're not memorable and i think that's a death now for most companies but good, a good experience, I think I actually talk to you about an excellent experience. Um, uh, shoes and online shopping. So I think uh, everybody does online shopping, but shoes is the one thing that you can have a lot of trepidation towards, right? Because shoes are very fickle. Uh, you know, clothes, if it's a little bit too tight or it's a little bit too big, you can live with that. Where shoes, that can be quite painful. Um, so I had been hearing about this great shoe company. Uh, called TLB Mallorca, and um, it's a gentleman who, he started his own factory in the Spanish island of Mallorca, and he builds shoes, like he was a designer uh, out of Milan and London and out of the big design houses, and so he started his own company, and he and he builds shoes that are modeled after shoes that are $8,000. If you can believe it, yes, some shoes can be that expensive, but he sells it for a fraction fraction of the price. So um, I, I had been hearing great, great things. So I wanted to try these shoes out and I needed them for a wedding. And uh, it was just actually a couple weeks ago. And so what I decided to do was I decided to order. Now, again, going back to the size with shoes, They're so very fickle. Right. And so I had been emailing him asking him for and this is just the kind of OCD that I have. I said, can you give me a chart that shows how big your size is? Because a a ten from one shoe company is not a ten in another shoe company. It's not a ten in another shoe company. So. You know, he took the time to answer all of my emails. He understood. He had the empathy to understand that I had a wedding. Um, you know, he wanted to make sure that this was the best experience. So but he was just very responsive, time and speed of delivery, right? The other thing is, when he delivered the shoes, when I and I got them right before the wedding, you know what he did? He didn't send me one set of shoes. He sent me two of them. I only paid for one, but he sent me two. He sent me the two sizes that I was um, unsure about. And he threw in a free matching belt. Like, and I and so I wrote back to him and I thought, maybe this was a mistake. And he said, no, 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 I understand this is a wedding. It's really important for you. So I just wanted to make sure that you had the right size. Send back the other one, and um, and then the belt, that's just for you. And I thought, wow. This is somebody that I am going to buy shoes for from the rest of my life. And that is excellent customer experience.
0: Wow, that is pretty impressive on so many levels. And, you know, I think it's a story, Arun, that we can all relate to. I mean, we all all need shoes. And so many of us shop online and it can feel at times that the experience can be both, you know, very impersonal and quite transactional. So it sounds like, you know, you had this experience where uh, you were able to find an organization and customer service that really was above and beyond. And it sounds like they've made in you a customer for life.
1: Yeah. And it's the personal nature of the interaction. I think you hit it on the nail on the head, Sean. It was, uh, it's a very, the online is very impersonal. It's transactional. But it all of a sudden, Tony, uh, who's the owner, by the way, it was the owner that was writing back to me. It wasn't just uh, somebody out of his call center or uh, some admin uh, person. It was the owner that was working through with me. And I formed a personal relationship with them. I think that's what everybody wants from customer experience that they're being taken care of. And I said it earlier, like as if this was, your friend your family member or your mom like that's how they're treating you and I don't think uh, I think that is the mark of top-notch customer experience.
0: Well I think these are words that we should all live by so thank you for such an enlightening day with us today and what a great example that we can all identify with and thank you for your time today and for all of you listening, please make sure you continue to tune in to our Kubra podcast. Thank you for your time. Well that's all from Experience Better, the CX Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, like and rate us on iTunes or from wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions to continue the conversation on Twitter or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Thanks everyone.